For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office, one call, that's all studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust. Presented by Bud Light party, on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Across ESPN Wisconsin. No Ben Bruss today. Your cousin sub, unfortunately, Jesse the Hall Monitor Nelson. I just want you to ask people if they were up for a charge. Yes. Would they want Ben Bruss <laughs> on their jury? I think that's one of the questions to be asked. I think the other one is, I have a sneaking suspicion that Ben Brust actually wants to be chosen for jury duty. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, without a doubt. Right? 1,000%. Yeah. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Because he's never done it before, right? He's never done it. I've had 20 people tell me, did you know Ben's got jury duty? So he's telling everybody, he thinks it makes him special. Yeah, he thinks it's like a movie or just, yeah, without a doubt. And he doesn't have to go to work. And we all know Benny. If he doesn't have to go to work, he's a happy camper. And he thinks he'd be really good as a jerk. No, I don't even know if he thinks he'd be really good. I think if you ask Ben his ability to pay attention, comprehend things, and and apply critical thinking, I think he would admit that maybe he's not the man for the job. But, but, he definitely wants to be selected. No doubt in my mind. I would want Ben on my jury. You would, I, Jesse Nelson. Yeah, why why I, do you say that? I think Ben, is, he doesn't pay attention to the minute details, so he's going to know the straight facts. So he's going to see the surface. He's not going to see the little itty-bitty little, like, he's not going to get hung up on the, like, really technical things. He's going to see it as it is, and he's going to call it as it is. And that's maybe what we need more of in our judicial system. You mean less, like, Sifting and winnowing to find the truth. You want less detail in the court system. You want yes. less detail-oriented investigation work by the jury. You merely want them to accept the narrative that's being driven by the lawyer. So you want I it. Think- to, you want it to be more of a competition of what lawyer is better versus what is the actual truth of the situation. No, I want common sense to reign in most cases, Greg. And I think Homer would say the same thing. And I think Ben is a. If he takes it seriously, he would be a great common sense. Jerk. I don't think common sense is what the jury duty uh, system is looking for. I think the jury duty system is looking for people who will apply critical thinking, listen, ask questions, and ultimately uh, try to uh, get into the technical details that could uh, prove guilt uh, or not prove guilt, which is the standard uh, that the court system relies on. I think you could not be more wrong on your first point of the show today here, Jesse Nelson. On Scalzo and Bruss, we are presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. If that's the case, then how has Ben not been dismissed from candidacy already? 
Uh, I mean, how I don't know what the process is that he's under. I've never had jury duty before. Um, I would do everything in my power to get out of jury duty. This is the second time that Ben Brust has had jury duty sneak up on him, which tells me real sneaky um, that that he's probably making all of this up in some form or fashion. Like, I don't know what I believe at this point. I don't know about you, Joshy. No, I think uh, his previous delay has gotten him into trouble where he got pushed. Like, you know how there's multiple levels where sometimes you don't even get called in? And then I think he ended up at, like, step B because he tried to get out of step A. But now that I think about it and from what I've heard, and I don't want to share details directly, but... If I'm a defendant and I'm being accused of something, I want Ben Brust on my jury. Why? Because I think I can fix, I can trick him to not pay attention to some facts. So it's basically just the lawyer identifying the dumb juror. The yes, and saying, all right, this person. I could, could pull get the a term. fast one. The, 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 uh, the prosecutors might make some good points, but if I throw enough in there to muddy the waters, I might be able to convince yeah. the guy. Josh brings up a great point. If I'm either lawyer when they're going through the juror selection process, I think both sides of this thing would want Ben Brust on that jury. They're going to look at him as someone that would be very susceptible to being swayed. I agree, Josh. Ben Ben's probably going to end up on this case, wherever he is. 800-990-3776. One, does Ben Brust want to be selected for jury duty? I think we're all in agreement that the answer is yes, as far as those of us who know him. Um, but what does the Scalzo and Brust family think? Two, would you want Ben Brust on the jury if you were being accused of a crime? 800-990-3776. Uh, for me, yeah, it depends if I actually did the crime or not. If I didn't do the crime, I would not want him on on the jury because I believe that somebody who's more um, focused might actually uh, find my, you know, my my uh, my innocence. If I did do it, I agree with you, Josh. I do think I would want him on there because that you're right. That is somebody you could target. It's like Grayson Allen in the playoffs where the Celtics just looked at him and were like, we're just going to target this guy over and over. That's Ben Brust on a jury. You could just target him and basically work him uh, any possible way throughout the case. Now, Jesse, you'd also want to be selected for jury duty, I imagine, yes? Oh, yeah. I'm sure Ben and I are one and the same in this. And, you know, Greg, we're one and the same in many uh, capacities. Uh, not only would I want to be on the jury, but I'm sure Ben and I both would want to be the juror that reads the verdict. Like, we want to be in so, that first chair. We don't want to just be one of the shadows in the background. We want our one shining moment to say, we, the jury, find the defendant. Guilty of all charges. Oh, man, it would be so dramatic. So from the former master of ceremonies at his eighth grade graduation, uh, Jesse Nelson wants the star uh, piece of it. He wants the attention. Um, but there is also a piece of you, right, that's like, hey, does that mean I get a few days off of work? Can I take a week off of work? Like, work can't stop me from that. Because I know Ben Bruss, whenever time, you know, he's pretending like, oh, if I get out in time, maybe I'll come by the show. There's no, He could get out right now, and he would act like he was in jury duty until uh, 6.01. It's like when Devontae Adams got traded and we were five minutes away from the studio and I turned back to do the show and Ben Bruss just didn't answer his phone for the rest of the night. 
I was gambling in Dubuque, Iowa at the time, so you know, to each their own. But. I didn't ask what you were Much doing like whatsoever, Josh. These Jesse. two, I had no. These I don't two. care what you were doing when it happened. I asked you a question off of that. We're like, you clearly would would look at that as a positive. Yes, like, hey, I don't have to work. This is kind of nice, uh, Jesse. You don't need to answer this. I'll answer it for you. As somebody who's called Jesse after hours, he would not pick up his phone because he doesn't. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, Josh. I'm insulted by that. I would probably let you go to voicemail, and if you texted me saying it's urgent, call me back, I would call you back, no doubt. In an hour or two. When I got around to it, if I'm mowing the lawn like I was just doing a few minutes ago, then yeah, I'd probably finish the the task at hand. Like, that's off time. But uh, I wouldn't want to be – Ben and I brought this – so Ben brought this up because he he got his email or text, whatever he claims, on Friday during the show when I was with him at the ESPN Madison uh, Bruner Realty Putts for Pups golf outing. Uh if you were on the jury and you got sequestered, it would be fun, but it would only be fun for, like, maximum a week. If you went more than a week and you were on, even if it was the, like, case of the century, if you had to go two weeks, three weeks, multiple months without speaking to family members and friends and having your phone and watching TV to see what people are saying about anything in life, like, that would be miserable. To be have to be sequestered that long, but if it was just a week, absolutely sign me up for that. That'd be awesome. I now am hoping that Ben Bruss gets selected and has to be put up in a hotel and like can't live at home and is stuck there for three months. Like that is my desire right now is to see Ben punished because here's how I know that Ben wants to be selected. He has not said a peep to me about jury duty not a peep to me about jury duty and we talk a lot instead he's telling everybody else and having them deliver the message to me because he doesn't want to tell me that he's doing jury duty because he knows that he wants to be selected and uh and somehow make this work for his life in a way um that could uh that, that could ultimately um work out for him and we just get bra- josh you hit the breaking news sound like- This is some breaking news. Ben Brust has officially been selected for jury duty. What? Ben Brust got (laughs) selected for jury duty. He's on the jury? He is on the jury. Uh, And I, again, I'm telling you, there's ways to get out of jury duty. And this guy was doing everything he could to be a part of jury duty. And he's going to act like he doesn't want to do it because it's going to draw more attention, right, if he complains about it. Um, But ultimately, yeah, he he got his wish. And and Ben Bruss will be sitting on a jury in Milwaukee County. Wow. That's an upset. Is it? I don't think it's an upset. I think whatsoever. he made himself the most eligible juror possible. Well, I will say this because they do say like to be a quality juror, you need to like not be informed on the news in case the news story of the That's crime true. That you're talking about <laughs> has to be happening. There's no way Ben's watched the news in the last like what four years. Like, I, I'm I'm I think Ben is going to make a great juror. And quite frankly, because of the legal system, I'm not sure if at this point we should continue talking about him being on the jury or not, Greg. Do you know what we should do in this case? Like, maybe we should let him do his thing. I know nothing about the case. Um, he uh, he cannot leave until he's dismissed now. I don't know what this means. Like, Can he I- pack? 
<laughs> like, does he have a suitcase full of clothes? I does don't, he have to wear the same clothes I don't for know, like five days? I don't know what any of it means, basically. Uh, ben Brust on jury duty. We will do everything we can to get uh, more information here. Pete McGuanigo says, I think Jesse may have called in sick today. Haven't heard a peep out of him all day. Wonder if it has something to do with the McGuanigo football uh, team thrashing Muskego this weekend. I'm sure it must really sting, but I could be wrong. JD from Fondy chimes in, says, spoken like a true hall monitor, Jesse. Go catch runners and give them detention. I don't know what he was referencing, but you always sound like a People hall run. No, I, I'm saying I don't know no what, what hall, Jesse right? said that made him oh, sound just uh, sounded it. like it. Uh, Apple Man in the Orchard said, depends on what crime I did as far as having been on the jury. That's Apple Man sorting apples. Ron in the Key says, no way do you want trip on the jury as either lawyer. You don't like variables you can't predict. Oh, he misunderstood a word that caused his decision not to go my way. <laughs> Unfortunate. And that is entirely fair. He doesn't know what's happening half the time that's around him. He's admitted to being in conversations where he's just completely oblivious to what the conversation is about but pretend that he's involved and in uh and in it but um that uh that is that is ultimately something uh, i'm i am beside myself right now for the fact that ben rust is selected for this damn jury i love it i think he's gonna do fantastic i think he's gonna be very excited to share all of the details of his excursion upon his return on this show and i think it's unanimous if, if i had to guess josh greg you guys ben me homer i think everybody if you could would want to be on a jury I think it would be. I really would not no. want to be on a jury whatsoever. I've got. I, I actually have things that I care about in my life that, I, and I know it's like a civic duty, whatever. Yeah, blah, 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 right? blah, 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 blah. There's other things I could do as my civic duty that don't require me to just take a time out from life the way the jury duty does. Uh, ben says that the trial should be done on Thursday. <laughs> we have to figure out what that means. Is he just not working now until? Th- Here's the thing: is that when you give Ben an inch, he's uh-huh. gonna take a mile. So now in my mind, he's not working until Friday, even if that only means one hour of jury duty a day. Well, as I understand it, you pretty much aren't allowed to go to work like that's for a case that lasts multiple days. You're you you go in the morning. Can we fire him from the show for for doing jury duty? I think that's illegal, right? <laughs> I think there are many laws that protect somebody for having to do well, their civic duty. Let's find something else to fire him for. Eight hundred nine ninety thirty seven seventy six. Ron and the key. Welcome to Scalzo and Bros. We're presented by Bud Light. What do you got? I have lost even the little faith I had in humanity by the fact that Ben got picked for a jury. And Jesse, you made it worse by saying you think he'd be a good juror. What about Ben's comprehension? Even when we remove the shtick part of it out of there, makes you think that Ben is a good quality candidate to be a juror. He gets the important stuff, Ron. What are you talking about? What important stuff, Jesse? Like, I don't know, decency in human life? Juror number 11, please stop texting your friends. I mean, he can't pay attention for a segment on this radio show, let alone an entire trial, take into account all of the things that are being thrown at him, and then ultimately turning that into a decision. I mean, it's... The only, Josh, don't, don't thank me for a call yet. Greg, the only thing you have going for him is he isn't clever enough to figure out how to make like a speeding ticket into a hung jury. It's true. It is true. 
Thank you, Ron, and the key. Uh, 800-990-3776. I'm disappointed in you guys. I'm disappointed (laughs) in how little faith you have in your guy, Benny B. I feel like we've already spent too much. I'm, I told Josh I didn't want to talk about this because all Ben wants us to do is talk about him on jury duty. I am. We are not talking about Ben Brust. And you know what? I'm going to tell him don't even come in on Friday. Just take the entire week. I'm so freaking sick of this because last week on Wednesday, my last show here, he had one job to do and he didn't do it. And guess what's Thursday night, Joshy? Thursday night is his open mic night. Oh. And all of this, I think, is just, I feel like I'm in the freaking Truman Show right now where we he's just making up. up his own reality here. I don't know what's true on any of this. I'm going, I am allowed, right? As, as his employer, we're allowed to demand the paperwork, right? To actually see what the trial is like, what the time commitment is. We're going to have to get to the bottom of this. I'm done talking about Ben. We want your pie chart of success. Big Packer win last night. Anybody who doubted the Packers, they are back, baby. Your 2022 Packers are back after a butt whooping of the Chicago Bears, 800-990-3776. Who do you credit most for the success the Packers had last night? We got something up on Twitter as well. At Scalzo and Russ, we'll talk with you, the Scalzo and Russ family, next. We're presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Brust. Have uh, the hall monitor back on air again. Right, Did he we'll invite himself back? back on. On. All right. Are Nelson, we going to your wedding we or what? I'll have you guys know I was the master of ceremonies for my <laughs> graduation right. from Lake Canoe right. Middle. Hang School. up on him, please. Thank Thanks you for, for the call. Right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Ben Brust. Selected for jury duty, the hall monitor in his place. I apologize to the Scalzo and Russ family. That's your cousin sub of the day. Cousin subs, we believe in better, but there was nobody better, so we settled for Jesse Nelson. Connor in the five O's chimes in. Thanks, Greg. I love you, buddy. Connor in the five O's chimes in. It says, rough day at work, and now I have to listen to the hall monitor. I'm calling it a week. <laughs> Just like Ben, I guess. He worked one more day than he did this week, if your standards stand up. Well, you know what's interesting is I'm on Twitter right now, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, and we asked the question um, on Twitter uh, about whether or not Ben wants to be on jury duty. 64% of the family believes that he does. 36 says no. Um, we also asked if you would want Ben Brust on the jury if you were being accused of a crime. 62% said no. 38% said yes. But Lance PEDs chimes in. Lil Peds. I don't know if it's PEDs or Peds. Uh, says, you guys are speaking like you've never done this before. I've never been on jury duty before. No, so I've I never- have. I've never done any type. I've never been asked to even like get the interview for jury duty. Same. And I like how Lance is acting like, I can't believe you guys have never done <laughs> right. this um, Says, the jury doesn't read the verdict. The judge does. So that's directed at you, Jesse. Um, oh, it's not like on all the shows where the jurors... Isn't there a lead 
There's a lead person, though, isn't yeah, there, that they communicate sure. with? I, I don't know exactly how. The, I'm guessing there's different, for different courts and different trials, there's probably different roles and responsibilities for the journal uh, for the jury. But what I want to get to is Lance, who seems like an expert, and maybe he serves multiple juries, says, Ben should know by now if he got picked by the lawyers to be in the jury, so he is milking this jury duty thing all day. And we did just find out he was selected, but yes, he's definitely been milking it all day. Like, now that we know he's selected, he's just going home right like he's not being sequestered to a hotel so is he just not coming into the show <laughs> call How's him that call, i want you to call him right now and and, and let's see like because he's texting us he clearly has his phone he clearly he's, has his phone now wait a minute though is he gonna get in trouble like i don't the last thing that i think any of us want to do is cause a mistrial oh my goodness that's a hall monitor I, I, I that's a hall monitor if i've ever seen one but is like, what if he starts telling us about the case, like, publicly? Like, he can't do He that. can't tell us about the case, but he can certainly talk about what his, you know, what what the, what it means Craig, for the show. You know him as well as anyone. He doesn't have a filter to be able to know not to do that. <laughs> Hall monitor, time. stand down. Robin Madison, welcome to Scalzo and Brust and the Old National Bank Talk and text line, Old National Bank, get old. What do you have, Rob? What's up, guys? How's it going? Uh, it's going. It's going all right. You ever seen the movie Jury Duty from back in like the mid '90s with Polly Shore? Uh, I have not. Can't say that I have. Oh Jesus, boys! So this guy gets kicked out of his grandmother's house, has nowhere to go, but oh my God, he's got a jury duty letter. So he got picked for jury duty. So any quick case could be like two hours, three hours. He's making up the dumbest crap to get out of it. But once the murder case comes up, like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be here for weeks. And he's all psyched. Happy as hell. That's Ben Brust. That is Ben Brust. Yep. I agree. Thank Thanks you for the ben call. Ben actually has a job, and Ben is going to be happy to not have to work the job. Do you get paid full You do, slate? but it, it's not. No, I not. don't think so. I think you get, doesn't, don't you get stipend? I believe once you reach a threshold of like, days off, yeah, and I think he's surpassed that because now he's going to have committed four full days. Did he not went answer? right to voicemail? Oh, it's yeah. a good move, but but, but he clearly <laughs> has his phone. He clearly has, his yeah. Phone. But if you get out of jury duty and they send you packing for the day, if you turn your phone off, you're cleared all six. Oh, so you just think at this point he's acting like he's busy right now? <laughs> yeah. It went direct to voicemail. Um, all right. I'm going to text him. We'll see what we can get there. Uh, I- Josh knows it's a bad idea to text Ben. I know, I know I'm being a hall monitor right now, but we sh- the last thing we should do for the United States of America is call Ben Bruss to ask him about his jury duty. Jesse, your job today is what? What do you believe your role is on this show right now? Fill the role of Ben Bruss. No, it's not. It's to make the best content that we can. I don't want you worried about the United States of America. I'm pretty sure they're going to be fine if Ben Bruss says a word he shouldn't say about a court case that's three days long in the Milwaukee County in Wisconsin. Like, I don't think you need to worry about the civics lessons that we're teaching our kids right now. And I don't think you need to worry about protecting Ben. We need to worry about how to make the best damn show possible, not play hall monitor right now. Well, then maybe, Greg, we should talk about the Green Bay Packers. I would love nothing more. Huge win over the Chicago Bears Let's last get into night, our huh? pie chart of success. When things go well, 
It's time to dole out some credit. Time now for the pie chart of success on Scalzo and Brust. Presented by Jacobson Orchards, Waterford's best kept secret, with 55 varieties of apples and fresh bakery items made daily. Go to jacobsonorchards.com to learn more. Shout out to our guy, Appleman of Jacobson Orchard, a Huge member of the Scalzo and Brust family. Of course, he's the official and official apple farmer of the Scalzo and Brust family. I'm eating some apple cider donuts right now from Jacobson Orchards, given to me by my buddy here, uh, Josh DiMaggio. You were out there at the orchard this weekend. We did. Spent about two hours at the orchard, got a full tour of the lands, got to see all the different varieties of apples that were available to be picked. Got a rundown of the soon-to-debut corn maze which is bigger than last year and the pumpkins are getting ready to be picked so it's all ready to go greg you can't imagine the amount of good stuff they have in that store they i have i got pickles they're called pickles with a little spice greg unbelievable gonna be going back for more that's for sure all right, there it is. So check it out. Stop by. It's in Waterford, Wisconsin. Look up Jacobson Orchards. Uh, we'll continue to talk about all the fantastic things they have going on there with our guy, Appleman. We're going to get the Scalzo and Brush show out there at some point here uh, soon as well. Jesse Nelson, we uh, told you to be prepared here. Let's hear what you got for the pie chart of success for the Packers. Dominating victory over the Bears last night. Packers now 1-1 one one on the season. Aaron Jones, 33% of the success share for Aaron Jones. An outstanding night in the air and on the ground. He gets the majority of the success in my part pie chart of success. Matt LaFleur in the game plan, the adjustments from week one to two, 25% of the success should be credited to head coach Matt LaFleur. 10% apiece to quarterback Aaron Rodgers. To the Green Bay Packers defense, which sure gave up some rushing yards, but ultimately only gave up 10 points. To the other 10%, the Chicago Bears get 10% of the success for the Green Bay Packers last night for being an awful, awful football team. A.J. Dillon gets 7%, and Alan Lazard as a wide receiver gets 5% back as wide receiver one. Did just enough to open up the field for the running game to succeed, for some other wide receivers to have some moments. That is the distribution of my pie chart of success, Greg Scalzo. Pretty well done. Uh, well done, uh, Jesse Nelson there. Proud of you. Uh, all right, I'll start it off. Uh, I, too, am going Aaron Jones at the top of my list. He gets 30% of the credit. For the big win last night, uh, look, he, he was great. I mean, the yards per carry for him is insane. Uh, the way that he moves, his ability to cut on a dime at full speed. He was breaking tackles yesterday. He looked like, hey, if I'm going to be given a chance, um, then, you know, then uh, uh, then I'm going to take advantage of it. Ron in the key also, Jesse, wants to let you know that 33% is not a majority, uh, majority um, and says you really are subbing for Benny. And, yes, he is right. That is not a majority. Majority would Largest. be... Portion of the success. Yes. Thank you. Thank you Sorry. for clarifying that. Uh, we have a very smart crew here. Uh, the Scalzo and Brust family smart, Jesse. You can't get those things by them. Uh, Matt LaFleur gets 20% of the credit uh, for altering the game plan a little bit. He said he wanted to get those two guys involved more. 
He did get them involved more. He also knew who he was playing uh, and completely just pulverized them uh, the way that they could pulverize them, which was safely, efficiently, and effectively running all over Chicago's defense. Elton Jenkins gets 15%. He fortified that offensive line. Uh, Aaron Rodgers spoke glowingly about his effort. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he also gets 15%. Uh, Mr. Rodgers may not have had the best game through the air, but he is as much part of putting that offense together as anybody. Uh, and he could have checked out of any of those run plays at any point that he wanted to. And he said, you know what? No, I'm going to stick within the offense. Uh, and I think that that was a great sign to see. You did see him find Lazard. You saw him find a number of targets throughout the game. Uh, A.J. Dillon gets 10% for his efforts on the ground. And the Bears get 10% because they absolutely stink. Justin Fields stinks. And the best thing that you could hope for as Packers fans is that the Bears say, hey, as many Bears fans are right now, as Jim Rutledge probably was doing so uh, just previously to us on 100.5 ESPN and Rutledge and Hamilton saying, well, he just doesn't have a good enough team around him right now. You better hope they keep making excuses for Justin Fields because they will never be the team they want to with Justin Fields at the quarterback position. Did either of you two start to feel bad for number six on the Bears defense? Because clearly every time they wanted to pass it, they were going to where six was. (laughs) And it happened over, and they pointed it out early, and then it just carried out the entirety of the game. If Aaron Rodgers was slinging the pill, number six was going to be the guy three feet behind the guy he's supposed to be covering. Uh, yeah, I did not start feeling bad for numbers. I don't tend to, I, I will feel bad for, when it comes to sports, I feel bad for college players who are struggling, uh, and I feel bad for some reason for pitchers in baseball. Like, I, I feel bad for those guys. Nothing worse than the guy who gets brought in in long relief and just has to eat innings and is getting shelled. And he's getting <laughs> crushed, and there's like, you know, you're walking guys, and you're kind of, even if you're, even if the Brewers are, are on offense, and they're winning the game, and someone just can't throw a strike. Like you still feel a little bad for him. Yeah, I felt bad for New Mexico State on Saturday. I did not feel bad for Kyler Gordon in the Bears secondary yesterday. New Mexico State, I felt like when that thing got to 60 points, I, that was that was tough for the Yankees. But yesterday, no, don't feel bad for the Bears at all, ever. Bad from uh, Brad from Milwaukee chimes in says I don't think they let you play with your phone when you're in the jurors box. Benny won't be able to handle it. Uh, we'll keep talking about Ben Bruss getting his wish and serving uh, jury duty. He was selected today. Um, he should be coming in here because the guy who texted in is right. Like at this point, what else is there? Like, he was clearly selected to serve on this jury. He's got to be in court tomorrow, and he's just avoiding work right now and this is not going to be uh this isn't this isn't this doesn't i don't want this to sound how it may but if i know anything about the government they don't work much past 5 p.m no not past 4 p.m you kidding me (laughs) right if I know anything about every everything I've ever had to do at a government building it shuts down early also when do you think he had to go in this morning I think it was like 9 a.m Okay. I'll give him nine. All right. Well, I didn't stop into the office before. No, that. of course not. A uh, big Packers win over the Bears last night. If you could still call it a rival, where you hit that plus a number of other things. One or zeros next. That's Galzo and Brust. We're presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Galzo and Brust. Go ahead, Ben. No, I, look. You try your best. That you got was, it. That was so mean. It's <laughs> not. It's not even funny how mean that was. Galzo and Brust. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, answer the phone. 
Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And then the whole other part in the passing game, his ability to run routes and get open and then do little things, uh, fly sweeps and different things. Uh, we're just kind of scratching the surface, I think, with him, which is fun. Uh, but obviously there was an emphasis on getting those guys the ball uh, early and often tonight. That was Aaron Rodgers talking about the other Aaron, Aaron Jones, who did set the tone, who was a standout last night in the Packers' big win over the Bears Sunday Night Football. Uh, as Mac from Neshota so eloquently chimed in on the old National Bank Talk and text line 800-990-3776, as such a Ben Bruss move to leave us, knowing we'll be discussing his nonsense when the big story is that the train that Ben isn't even on is boarding chugga-chugga. Hereby banning all talk of Ben Brust on jury duty. Because that's all he wants is for us to be talking about him right wow. now. You're going to ban all talk? Like, I, no. Because every person that's going to fill in this week now is going to be like, I'm here because Ben's not on jury duty. And then they're going to want to. Well, I'm not on the show tomorrow either. So we're going to have to figure some stuff oh, out. Oh, Thursday boy. was supposed to be a show prior to his stand-up routine, which, again, he's going to conveniently slink out of. He'll get out of jury duty at 11 a.m. on Thursday, turn his phone off, and go sit at the pool until the end of the day. Uh, and then I'm banning him from the show on Friday because I don't think if he's going to take four days off, then you know what? Give him the fifth day off. I, I don't want him on here all week. Can we force him to use a vacation day? Because I don't want him just to get a free day. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> we can try. Yeah, I was going to say, give it a shot. <laughs> give it a shot. You guys can be pretty convincing. <laughs> Take my word for it. You know what? No, actually, maybe we should have him. He has to sit in on the show, but he can't talk. <laughs> A silent he just, day of observation. He'll be on the stream just sitting there with headphones on and no mic that's turned on. Yeah, I, I, I think that's more than fair. On Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, uh, we did ask you as we and Jesse Nelson just uh, brilliantly gave you our pie chart of success for the Big Packers win yesterday uh, at Lambeau Field on Sunday Night Football. Um, what is your pie chart of success look like you don't have to give us the whole chart but who do you give the most amount of credit to on twitter at scalzo and bruss we asked that question gave you a few options um that was aaron jones matt lafleur the packers defense or justin fields 58 percent says aaron jones 24 percent says matt lafleur 12 percent says the packers defense six percent says justin fields i don't know why the defense is getting such a bad rap today like we do positives and negatives on wildy and tausch and every person's negative today was oh the run defense was bad the defense was one of my positives yesterday greg they only gave up 10 points and yes there was the questionable goal line stand with justin fields reaching the ball across the plane but i thought overall outside of the first drive of the game and then one drive in the third quarter which may have been that one where fields tried to score the defense played exceptional. They forced turnovers. They were sacks and tackles for losses throughout the day. I loved what I saw from the defense yesterday. People are panicking about it. We should be encouraged by what we saw. Uh, so I'm somewhere in the middle here. I, I think that everything you said is right, Jesse. You can record that and play it over and over again. Wow. Um, I do think the defense played well. I think that when they st- – look, the first drive, not great, right? The Bears went down. Are you laughing at his – wow. <laughs> I, 
Jesse can drive me more nuts than anybody I've ever worked with, but the glee in his face when he said, when you said you could take credit for that and his wow, he was generally thrilled. Uh, I'm glad. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. The defense played well. That first drive, notwithstanding, they held they they held really really well. And, and the one time when the Bears started driving, or the few times where they started driving late in the game, was when the Packers were okay with them running the football. Right? Like, yeah, we're up three scores. Uh, you're okay with them running, even if they're getting chunk yardage. Like, whatever. Keep the clock going. Don't give up big plays. Don't give up touchdowns. Um, so I agree with everything you said. I, I just don't know if this means like that they're exceptional because it was the Bears and the Bears have what is compared to like a college offense right now they've got a quarterback who stinks they've got no weapons uh and an offensive line that's subpar so I agree I don't think you can count it as a negative Jesse I don't know if it tells me though that like oh this defense is for real they could be for real I feel better about them after last night than I did after the game against Minnesota but I still am not ready to go there simply because of the competition they played isn't the competition they're going to be playing in the coming weeks. This is the problem we're going to have as Packers fans watching this team all regular season long because so much of what this season will be all about is how the team performs in the postseason. And so not, not it, so much. It's the entire thing. It, yes, it, it's nearly 100% of what we will say about the Packers in 2022 is what happens in January and February. And everything is just a test leading up to that. It's all preparation for the tournament at the end of the year and so to give up 180 something yards of rushing to the Chicago Bears big deal if you're already up 24 to 10 and they're running the ball effectively in the fourth quarter that's usually a good thing if you're on defense because it means the clock's ticking and it's in your favor we've played this game before as Packers fans where we point out oh look at all the yards they gave up in the fourth quarter well they were up 38 to 10 of course they're going to give up 10 yard passes down the middle of the field that's what you're supposed to do to drain the game like nothing that I saw yesterday necessarily proves to me that they're an elite defense that's capable of leading the team to a Super Bowl run but nothing yesterday worried me like it did in week one and I applaud a lot of what we saw Preston Smith had a really good game Jair Alexander had a couple of rough moments also had the big interception that sealed it at the end there were so many good things that stem from that Packers game yesterday that I just don't understand why there's so many people say oh look at the defense I'm still worried about them it's going to be all right. Hilsey chimes in, says, no pie chart, but I've got a good, bad, and ugly. You know that movie, Jesse? I, I am familiar. I've never seen. little Clint Eastwood film right there. You should check it out. Uh, Hilsey says, no pie chart, but I've got a good, bad, and ugly. The good monster run game and a win. The bad, Amari Rogers. I am no longer a stan. The ugly, I overcooked my sausage and shrooms. Screaming Sicilian wasn't pretty, but still delicious. It's a damn shame. That, that is, is a, shame. a real shame. Uh, we had in Germantown says, just hopped on the show. Is Benny Buckets ditching out on work again? Wasn't he selected for jury duty a few months back? Something's fishy. There was another jury duty thing. Like It's just classic Ben, look at me, look at me. I don't want to do any work, but I want everybody to look at me and talk about me, and now I'm falling back into it again. Um, Mitchell and Sheboygan uh, Fall says, uh, 100% of the credit for this win goes to the train, pumping up Lambeau and getting the Packers fired up for the game. I did hear from people who were at the game last night. Crowd was into it. A lot of Bears fans in attendance, but the Packers fans who were there were loud when they needed to be. So credit credit to the Packers fans last night at Lambeau. Wow. 
I don't know if it's breaking news, but there's another cookie here in the case. This is some breaking news. As Ben Brust is clearly out of being selected by jury duty and not in court right now, but not answering his phone and acting like he's too busy uh, with that, we get word from Ron and the Key that a new Call of Duty beta came out this weekend. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what beta means. It is a like release a of first mo- version? Yes. Okay. I know so you can test. test. Yes, so that's, that's exactly what it is. Okay. You, they release a game so you can test it to make sure everything works. Do you think he's been summoned by the Call of Duty, <laughs> Call of Duty jury, to test the video game, and he's claiming that this is jury duty? I think jury duty is very real. I do think that he uh, was out at about ten past four. <laughs> Knowing he was going to have jury duty the rest of the week, and instead of coming in to do the show, he is currently naked underneath a weighted blanket with Bruce at his feet playing Call of Duty. That is what that is my belief right now. Should we send Should we send spies out to check to see? I mean, we got people know where he lives. No, don't disrupt the legal process. No, Josh. shut Last up, thing we Jesse. Need is tampering. I turned his mic off. You're fine. LabCorp Clinical Trials, LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. That's where you can get paid good money to help improve health and lives and if you're working remote uh, you can continue to make money at your job while participating in these trials and earn extra cash while advancing medicine whether it's going towards a down payment uh, paying off student debt whatever you need the money for it is there for you participating in LabCorp clinical trials uh, right now studies looking for healthy non-smoking men age 18 to 55 you could join for one stay of 8 to 22 nights plus one follow-up call compensation up to $12,700 provided another study looking for health non-smoking men and women of non-childbearing potential aged 18 to 55 join at their clinic for one stay totaling 11 nights compensation up to $4,300 provided for time and participation check it all out labcorpclinicaltrials.com that's labcorpclinicaltrials.com in order to see all the available studies to see what fits your profile to see what fits your schedule there was quite a touchdown celebration yesterday at Lambeau Field we'll hit that plus a number of other things it's one or zero coming up next on Scalzo and Brust you're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust are we done yes (laughs) yep moving on Aaron Rodgers did talk earlier today oh John come on now come on you dog you on time all right what do we come on I'm good go no I want to hear it full no I only know that part. Scalzo and Brust. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And then lastly, just want to give a big shout out to, to Elton Jenkins showing up for us tonight. Uh, I really don't think if he if he's not in the lineup, we don't win that game. And just it it it, it transcends his his level of play, what he's able to bring to us. Well, I 
I don't know if there's a higher compliment a coach could pay to an offensive lineman than the compliment that Matt LaFleur paid to Elton Jenkins right there in that clip. No Ben Bruss, Jesse Nelson, your cousin self of the day. I'm Greg Scalzo, Josh and Imaja running the show uh, at the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all studios in Milwaukee. Who do we have in Madison, Jesse? Uh, Alex Gravatt today. All right. Alex Gravatt holding it down at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios downtown off the Capitol Square in Madison. Was that a a test to see if Jesse knew who he put on the schedule? Well, it's normally I ask you, but I feel like Jesse would know uh, since Jesse does all of her scheduling. Yeah, but I'm not in the studio right now. I'm on the the Wilde and Tausch plan. I'm hosting the show in my house today. How fun is this? Cool. Are you a one or a zero? Thank you, Jack. That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. He is the hall monitor, Jesse Nelson. I'm Greg Scalzo. We're your contestants for one or zero. Uh, Joshy DiMaggio is your host. He asks us a question. We say one for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. Joshy, take it away. Justin Fields has caused quite a stir with Bear fans because he had the nerve to say that losses hurt players more than fans because fans don't put the work in. One or zero. Athletes take losses worse than fans. I mean, one. If you're a fan and you think this means more to you than it does to the athlete, then like you got to get over yourself. I'm sorry. He's right. This is his life's work. The better he plays, the more money he makes. Like, life-changing generational money. Uh, When his team wins, that's like a success at work. When they lose, that's a failure at work. He could lose his job in three years and have to go and find another career at age 24. Whereas if he becomes a winning quarterback, he could spend the next 20 years playing a game, making tens of millions of dollars a year. This means 10 times more to Justin Fields than it does to any other Chicago Bears fan out there. And that's true for for nearly all athletes. And if that wasn't the case, then they wouldn't be in the leagues very long because it's a hell of a commitment to do what they do every day from a body and mind perspective. Zero, if fans were paid to go to the game and cheer on their team and then suffered the loss, I would say the players definitely take it more to heart. But the fan is paying money. If you're a Chicago Bears fan, and there were a lot of them there last night at Lambeau Field, once in a lifetime excursion up to the greatest venue in sports, you pay hundreds of dollars in travel, in tickets, in food and beverage. You go into that game, you're cheering your heart out for the team, and they get whomped. Jesse. They were a double-digit underdog. Those people did that to experience Lambeau Field and to go to an NFL game. They didn't actually think the Bears were going to win. Like, here's the thing. is Think about how much more, like, your career is important, right? Like, if you lose your job and that was on the line every week, that wouldn't matter more to you than your favorite sports team winning or losing, no? Like, you care more about rooting for the Packers on Sunday and whether they win or lose versus your job and your career? Well, yeah, like Amari Rodgers took that game more personally last night than a Packers fan would because his job is on the line. Justin Fields' job isn't on the line. It is in two years. I mean, it, it wasn't last night, though. Y- yes, it was. It's national television. The Bears are on how many national televised games? But they were double-digit underdogs. They Greg. were, and he, and, he, and he was allowed to throw the ball ten times, and they lost. Look at all the quarterbacks who have made a living being a quote-unquote winning quarterback, even if they weren't a very good quarterback. Let's not shortchange the poor guy. He threw eleven times last night. Let's not. One of them, I wouldn't even count as a throw. 
Yesterday, the Green Bay Packers skill players did an ayahuasca celebration with Alan Lazard using the football and pouring it into players' cupped hands. Winner zero, you instantly recognized it was an ayahuasca celebration. One, it was unmistakable. I mean, especially when you have, I missed it, Greg. When you have Rodgers going in there like that, I mean, it was. Uh, I thought he was doing the the gold zone thing, the gold member one. I don't think Rodgers knew what they were doing. I don't think they did initially, but it was perfect because he looked like yes. he was uh, being held. He up was by mo- the grandmother sky. ayahuasca. Yep. Yes, yep. I um, thought it was pretty obvious. I uh, one for me. Well, however, Jesse's a big drug guy. We know that. Yeah. Yes, uh, it was obvious to me, but I know that other people thought it was like where they were pouring the Kool Aid, and then it's like, what's happening? There was some confusion. Shots were going around. I think that was another one of them. Uh, but it, it was clear to me that it was the Iowa, and it was brilliant. I loved it. It was fantastic. One or zero, quick one. The Green Bay Packers are a bad influence on kids. Zero. Look, they're just promoting what? The, the fact that their quarterback took some plant medicine in South America and then came back and had back-to-back MVP seasons. Zero. There's nothing against a nice local corporation having the time of their lives and success year after year. What? <laughs> I don't know. The NBA what? is expected to remove the one-and-done rule, making way for kids to get drafted mm. directly out of high school again. One or zero. The one-and-done rule made college basketball better. Zero. It didn't. Uh, the idea that you had people come in for one year and then leave, I actually thought created worse basketball. It was less cohesive. There's still guys that are going to have great freshman years and leave, but if you're somebody who's going in with that one-and-done mindset, it's just not conducive to creating a good college basketball game. And you could have worse players but a better game, and you're only going to lose what? five to seven, five to ten maybe guys every year. And those guys are the ones that should be going one and done and not the Patrick Baldwin Juniors who think they're one and dones and then go and try it. And I know he got drafted in the 20s, but like that's a guy that probably could have benefited from a few years. And if he didn't think, oh, I'm going to go for one year and leave, I think he would have approached it a lot differently. I'm going to say one. I actually think that the one-and-done system made college basketball more interesting. What diminished the product is that a lot of the one-and-done guys all went to the same place in Kentucky or Duke or Kansas. But when Ben Simmons was at LSU, college basketball was interesting that year. How? He stunk. LSU was stunk. They played Kentucky tough that year. There were a number of good regular They missed the tournament. You said they played Kentucky tough. They did play Kentucky tough. Go back and check the the box scores. Wait, in the regular season? You're talking about regular SEC basketball. They they played Kentucky tough. I remember watching the game. They didn't win. Ben Simmons had a good day for LSU against Kentucky in 20-whatever. Uh, you just, I mean, you did you just punt on that? <laughs> I don't know what year it was, I, but I know he had a good game. I mean, it was and, uh, one it was, year. Uh, yes. Let's look at the game. 94-77, Kentucky <laughs> beat LSU. Uh, Closer than the box score the final <laughs> score would indicate. Like Muskego Maguanago on Friday night. Man, that was a tough game. 24-6 doesn't do it justice. I, I mean... I am. I just feel like you made all of this up. I'm yeah. in on this now. I'm like what Ben Bruss should be on a jury, but like a dog with a bone here. Yes. If you had one and dones, if one went to like if Johnny Davis was a one and done as an example, and he played at Wisconsin, and you had other guys that were in uh, Pac-12 schools and mid majors that ended up going on and playing elsewhere after one year, but they were tremendous talents. It would make college basketball more interesting. The fact that Kentucky beat LSU 85 to 67 on January. 5th. <laughs> <Yeah. What? laughs> 
Uh, ben they were Simmons, at ben the end. Sim- it was close. Ben Simmons did not lead in points, <laughs> rebounds, or assists. Their next matchup against Kentucky, they lost 94-77. And some guy with the last name Quarterman was the highest scoring uh, Tiger for LSU. Get out of here, Ben Simmons at LSU. It was the weakest example. You like you couldn't have gone Zion. Like Zion was exciting for college basketball. Yeah, but he went to Duke. I needed a one and done example from a school that stunk, but they made the school better. I mean, they I, didn't. There's no exa- Ben Simmons I, didn't. Kate Cunningham didn't. Like none I think of those it made those schools. games worse because like the the teams at least because it, as soon as Zion gets hurt. He's then on the shelf for the rest of the season because he's not going to sacrifice his, you know, his abilities to get to the NBA. So now you're looking at a team that doesn't know how to play without Zion Williamson and Duke stinks all of a sudden. What the heck game was I watching that Ben Simmons played at LSU? I could have sworn it was Kentucky. Uh, ben Bross is claiming that he just got out uh, at 4.59. No way. Uh, says it's not a good idea to call into the show and seems scared about his responsibilities. Must have uh, turned off his Call of Duty beta uh, trial test for him at 5 o'clock. <laughs> you nail those jokes just like Rusty does, Jesse. That's why you're great. That's why you and Ben are one and the same. He is Jesse Nelson, our cousin subs. We're back in two minutes to talk about the Green Bay Packers, break down everything that happened last night at Lambeau Field. It is Scalzo and Russ presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light.